Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Ireland's Birth Stories, a podcast created for women to share their experiences with pregnancy and birth. My name is Cora Gernon and I've created this space to enable women to share their experiences from start to finish without feeling shy about the detail. The podcast is currently brought to you by Waterfall Plastic Free Baby Wipes, which contain 99.9% purified water and are both fragrance free and alcohol free. The wipes are made from natural cellulose plant fibers, making them so much softer and kinder to delicate skin. Waterfall Baby Wipes are hypoallergenic, having been extensively tested by dermatologists and are approved by the Skin Health Alliance and Allergy UK accepted by the National Eczema Association and are also certified by Cruelty Free International and the Vegan Society. Waterfall Baby Wipes are 100% plastic free, 100% biodegradable and 100% compostable. Breaking down in a matter of weeks, they are the best choice for our planet and also your baby's future. Available for purchase in Tesco, selected super values and can be bought in bulk size on Amazon. Kindful, mindful and waterful. So in this episode, I share my chat with Georgina. We spoke back in February 2021. We chat about the birth of her little girl, Rua. We chat about her pregnancy, how she felt, how she prepared for labour and birth. And we then dive into all of the details surrounding her labour and the safe arrival of her little girl. I loved speaking to Georgina. She was so energetic. We spoke, maybe it was about eight or nine o'clock in the evening. And it definitely took me a couple of hours to come down off our, our chat because she was so full of energy. And she just had me laughing so much. Um, it was the way she told her story. And I was looking at her as well, obviously through Zoom. And she was just so energetic and so excited. And you could really uh, feel the emotions of the story with her. And you'll hear them in this episode too. So enjoy and I have an incredible story for you lined up um, to be released on Monday and on Friday for patrons. So I'm not going to share any more details about that episode. Uh, It's a really nice one and told by someone who's a great storyteller actually. So enjoy this episode. I will chat to you soon. Bye. Georgina, you're very welcome to the Ireland's Birth Stories podcast. If you wanted to start by giving us a little introduction to you and your family. Yeah, so my name is Georgina Cooney. 
I live in Whitegate, County Cork. Um, married to my husband David for two years, but we're together. We're together ten. Um, so um, I'm I'm a waitress up in Cork City, and first baby, um, Rua. So she was born 30th of September, 2019. So yeah, um, all's good. Yeah, coping with life. <laughs> Yeah. So let's talk about your pregnancy. How, how did that come about? So did you plan on conceiving? We, yeah, we kind of, we talked about it and um, we said we'd give it a go. And literally, first go, I'd say. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So it was that, like, it went from talking about it to thinking it'd take a while to get pregnant and not at all. It was like miss my period, I, and my my periods would be pretty spot on, and yeah, I did. We went and got a pregnancy test and did it, and we we're like, oh my god, aren't you pregnant? Uh, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I don't know, am I ready? <laughs> but I don't know, are you ever ready? Do you know? But um, yeah, so that was that was February, and went to, to the doctor. Everything was good. Um, I had a very good pregnancy. Um, didn't have. I had a small bit of morning sickness, um, but that kind of went away. I had kind of burning boobs, all right, for a while. Um, they were like they'd be on fire. Like I don't know, is that just because they were growing, or I don't know. But um, no, I had a great pregnancy. I like worked all the way up until August, so I was waitressing, like so. Um, then after uh, at August, I had to give it up, like because I was just kind of bashing into people's tables and stuff. That you know, I was kind of getting awkward yeah. with it because you know it's a busy restaurant as well. Like, and I just found I was kind of dizzy one day. I don't know did I eat. You know, I I missed I missed lunch or something and felt dizzy. And you know, it was like okay, it's time now to knock the work on the head. You know, so I finished work in the end of August um so I had a nice I was my due date was the 5th of October okay um so uh so I was grand I had a couple of weeks then you know I thought I'd have another two weeks you know the way everyone says on your first baby you'll go two weeks afterwards yeah so like I had that in my brain like you know I was like Jesus I have six weeks here now like woohoo you know I've loads of time <laughs> to meet yeah. people and get my hair done <laughs> you know all this and uh Rua had another she had different ideas she came a week early so okay. she came on I was 39 weeks um yeah so out. tell us just we'll bring us back we'll yeah. just go, talk about your pregnancy did you do any yeah. antenatal classes in preparation apart from the ones that um the hospital offer no, I just did the I just did the ones that the hospital offer. And did you find that they helped you prepare? Uh yeah. Well, I definitely wanted to do them because like my husband came with me as well and I just said, you know, we may as well do it because we don't know what you know, you don't know what you're going and you know you there's like preparation, you're having a kid, like, do you know what I mean? It's a massive, massive thing. You know, so um 
yeah, my husband came with me and we did the breastfeeding one as well. Uh, C-U-M-H. And I thought they were very good. And the, the girls doing them were excellent. And like they went through, like if you had an emergency C-section, you know, how many people would be in the room. She got us up to kind of um, to say like uh, we were taking part in it, you know. So she was like, it wouldn't be a surprise when there's 15 people inside in the room, which uh, which was nice to know, you know, as well, just for your own self, like. And um, what else? Oh, yeah. No, I did Pilates as well. I did a bit of Pilates and I did a six weeks course for that. And I found it really good as well. And yeah, no, I got some good ideas from the antenatal thing, you know, like the ball, getting the ball, and, you know, yeah. they were good. Yeah, I thought they were good now. And so did, did that bring light to any preferences in terms of your labour and birth? Did you then think what oh, you want? I was just like, like, I was kind of open to anything, really, you know. Um, my, we have a close family friend and she's a midwife in CUMH. So she was brilliant. Like, um, like she, I had no clue about the hospital bag and I was getting kind of freaked out about it. Because, I don't know, it took me ages to pack it, you know, and, and then I was like, do I have the right stuff in here? And uh, she she met me then one day in my mum's house and went through it and kind of, you know, reassured me or whatever. And she said, just have it ready in your rent, you know, it'll be fine. So it was good because I was getting kind of freaked out by the whole hospital bag thing. That kind of freaked me out, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, there is actually now you say it there is a huge focus on it because I spoke to a few people I was like how many bags did you bring and did you split this that yeah. and then there's the Ziploc bags with each outfit and a nappy and a hat and yeah. just, it can blow your mind oh, if, it's your, if it's your first like, yeah. I don't know what size the baby's going to be you know like and then you're like sure everything can be bought it's going to be fine you know and yeah but yeah I found the hospital bag alright it took me a while to get it done Um. But she was very good and she went through, she told me about the birthing pool. They have a birthing pool in UMH. So she was like, you know, if I'm working, I'll try and go to you, you know. So I was like, Jesus, that'd be brilliant. You know, if just by chance she was working. And yeah, so it was good. So she kind of told me about the birthing pool. And I kind of, I was set on going to the hospital anyway to have the baby just cause first baby and everything you know yeah just go to where the people are and they know what they're doing and the setting is right or whatever but yeah no I was I'm too bad you know I was I was kind of thinking a lot about the giving birth like the whole labor thing I just thought oh yeah you know it was all about the the labor and how I was going to get through that <laughs> So. Yeah, no, I think a lot of us fall into that. We don't think about the postpartum days and it can be no. shocking afterwards. No, not at all. Yeah. So, so talk to us then about the weeks leading up to um, going into labour. Did you feel anything, any indications? Oh, I did. Like, sure, I, as I said, I thought I was going to go two weeks over. So I thought I'd loads of time, you know. I felt fine. I was grand. I didn't have any swollen ankles. I was walking, like when I finished work, I walked every day, kind of got out for about okay. half an hour, 
every day, like, because, like, my, like, the waitressing was physical. So I was kind of used to, you know, go and burn off a bit of energy or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I used to bring dog for a walk. And on the the lead up to uh, when I was, I'd been to the hospital for a checkup on week 39 or whatever. And that was on the Thursday. I went up and they said everything was fine and the baby was in position, you know, good yeah. or whatever. Yeah, the head was down. So that was good. And then that Friday, I um, ended up going for this massive walk. Like I used to only go do a half an hour um, every day or whatever. But this Friday anyway, I walked, I'd say, two hours, like with the dog. <laughs> Which was unusual. It just happened. I just walk and, and I was walking. Just enjoying walking. it. Yeah. And then it was that evening dinner and half six. My husband plays soccer on Fridays. So he was gone away playing soccer and I was at home by myself. Like, and I went to the toilet and spotted like I'd spotting on, on my, on, on the tissue or whatever. So yeah. I had my books, of course, like, you know, the, mm-hmm what to expect (laughs) so I was like okay this is normal you know I haven't this is different so went to the book spotting is a sign of labor like you're starting and I was just like oh shit I was like what I was like this can't be right I was like this is a week early I just like another three weeks (laughs) I was really happy like I was happy out you know I wasn't I wasn't um rushing to get the baby out I kind of I didn't mind the bump and stuff it was grand <laughs> but yeah I got some shock I was like I actually ended up ringing my the maternity wife or I text her like and I was like she's there yeah that's that's the sign you know you're you've started like and I was like oh my god so husband he didn't come back till eight o'clock or whatever and came in the door and I was like I've got spotting. He's like, what? <laughs> you know, he was like, what, what are you on about? And I was like, I think I started labour. He's like, oh, Jesus. Do you know the way he taught him? It was probably like, okay, she should be having the baby now in six hours or something, you know? Yeah. So he wasn't ready either. He was just like, Jesus, you're like a, a week early, you know, from the due date as well. Like, but um, yeah, so we had the hospital bag done anyway. So we were grand. <laughs> <laughs> so, and are you far away from the hospital um we're about a half an hour half an hour about that yeah um but the the midwife my that that girl she told me like she's like stay at home as long as you can like she said because you'll only be traipsing around the hospital otherwise um so that was that was the best advice I got and she told me as well to she gave me a tens machine, um, for the for the contractions and the, and that was a lifesaver for me as well. Like, I couldn't, I'd say I couldn't have done done it without the tens machine. But, you know, it really really helped me get through the the contractions when when they started. Like, I had it on even in the labour. <laughs> Okay, I was going to ask you. So you put it on at home. You started at home, did you? Put it on at home. I didn't put it on until so that was the Friday night was the spotting, and I was grand. I went to bed. Uh, that was I went to bed that night, 
and slept fine. Um, okay, good. I slept fine. That was the last sleep I had then, like, uh, that night. Because I got up that Saturday then. Um, I was fine. I was grand, you know, I didn't. I was just like, okay, this is all right. I had a bit of a twinge here and there, but nothing mad. Um, so got to about half six again then on the Saturday evening. I, I even went for a walk, I think, and everything on that Saturday, just like a 20-minute walk, I think. And about half six then, again, it was like literally 24 hours later, went to the toilet and looked down at the tissue. There was like mucus plug. I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I, was there. I literally went down, showed it to my husband. I was like, oh, my God, what's this? I was like, so, yeah, mucus plug thing went in. So then I knew I was properly proper in labor or whatever and carried on as normal our next door neighbors were um they were leaving to go back to australia so they um they were having drinks next door you know to say goodbye they were actually leaving on the sunday so they had planned you know for us to come in and just have a few nibbles or whatever so i was like should we better go in you know (laughs) So I ended up going to this all our my neighbours like and they're lovely. They're like I live in an estate like so um I was in there and I couldn't sit down like I had to stand up and I couldn't sit like so I was standing up at the table like doing all these circles and all the women there had children, you know, they're all have a couple of children they're like George you're in labor like and I was like am I I was like I think I am yeah I was like yeah they're like this is hilarious you know so I <laughs> at least so you were distracted I suppose that was it I was distracted um it was great because like I was in there from about seven to about ten and right. yeah like I couldn't sit down the whole time I was in there like I was doing hip circles and just drinking, I had water or whatever. And they were just kind of telling me their birth stories. Then I was like, "Oh Jesus!" I was like, "Not now." <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, "Okay, this is happening." Like, you know, you're like, "Jesus, this is happening." But that was fun. Did you feel excited, or uh, how yeah. did you feel? Yeah, yeah. No, good. Yeah, yeah. Like I was there going, "God, this is actually happening." You know, it's happening now. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no. <laughs> turning back <laughs> this is happening and that was fine we came in we said good night to them all and they're like oh let us know in the morning you know if you're you know you could be gone up tonight or so kind of say goodbye to her then because she was going back to australia the next day um so that was grand great excitement came in and sure i was still couldn't sit down like so it was kind of getting the it was getting kind of, I could feel it now, you know, and I put on the TENS machine. That's when I, just so it was about 10 o'clock that night and I put on the TENS machine and that gave me good relief. I was able to sit down then because like when I yeah. kind of got the contractions, I just bumped up the the thing. Um, so yeah, that was grand. My husband then went to bed and uh, I stayed up. Because I tried to go to bed and sure I couldn't lie down in the bed then because the contractions. Oh, I didn't totally didn't think of the whole contraction thing either. Like I didn't think they'd be that 
that they go on for that long or whatever. But yeah. I just kind of took it as it as it was happening. Do you know? And were you timing them at this stage? I wasn't. No, I actually wasn't. Not. Um, <laughs> I didn't think of it. I'd say I ended up watching Titanic came on, so that gave me three hours of entertainment. I just zoned out and watched Titanic, and tried to go to bed again. It was about half one. My husband was asleep now, like he was happy out. And the dog was up with me. My dog was with me for the whole night. She had no... Oh, lovely. No, she no sleep. She knew I'd She knew what was going on. She did, yeah. She probably yeah. knew she was following me around the place all night. Like, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I ended up then traipsing. Uh, I was all over the house, like, everywhere. Kind of got steadily stronger, you know. And I... Yeah, so I didn't get a wink of sleep, like... I ended up going to the bat and everything. My husband got up around four o'clock because he knew he could hear me walking around the place. But yeah, I was just like uh, all over the house, throwing myself off everything. Walls, like just pushing the walls. And oh, it was getting really intense then. Just tried to get Yeah. Yeah, it was. Like, and I had the tins machine as well. Like, but I, yeah, so it got to about eight o'clock. In the morning, and I said I'll, I'll get on to the midwife. Um, so I texted her. I was like, because she knew anyway that I was um, that I'd started. So she had told me to text whenever, like she said, get on to me now if you have any questions or whatever. And yeah, I was like, okay. I was David's my husband. I was like, get on to Elaine there and just tell her what's going on. So she was like, try and hold off as long as you can. And until the pain is really unbearable, you know, like bad or whatever. And like I was, t- I took some Panadol or something, I'd say that morning. And yeah, got to about 10 o'clock and I was like, okay, we have to go. Like, I was like, I can't, I need to, we need to go. You were over 12 hours <laughs> you know, at that just, stage, weren't you? You were 12. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So like, I don't know, does it start from when you're, get that spotting thing I don't know but yeah it was bad like from half six it started kind of properly from half six I'd say that Saturday night um so yeah no sleep at all anyway so uh we headed off anyway up to the CUMH and we were in the we'd rang them and told them we were coming so that was grand and we got to the waiting room and there's a few people in there and sure I couldn't sit down at all. Like I was pacing around the place and I was kind of, I had, I had to go out. I was kind of embarrassed to think because I had to throw myself off the wall again, you know, to get through the contractions. Yeah. <laughs> so I was literally in the hall between the waiting area and where you go in to, into the actual room or whatever. And a nurse spotted me like, and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not great. <laughs> and she was like, come on. She was like, I'll bring you in. So she brought me in like, and uh, they checked me or whatever. And they actually gave me, what's that drug? I got, I was like, they were like, do you want? So I was like, yeah, please. I was like, I, I wouldn't mind something. The pethidine, is and, it? Yeah, the pethidine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So got nothing off that, nothing, nothing. And I thought, I thought I'd get some relief. You know, I was like, oh yeah, it's great now. 
I'll get a bit of relief from this. And sure. So that was around, that was 10 o'clock in the morning on the Sunday. So then they admitted me up and uh, my husband was with me for the whole lot of it. And we went upstairs. I'd say we were up there around 11 or 12. And I just, I was on the ball for, I was just walking around and on the ball. I got into, they put me into a room with, you know, other women or whatever. But I was grand. I was okay then. And yeah, it's kind of a blur actually. I don't know what happened between like 12 o'clock the day until half six that night. Because I didn't, I didn't go down to the to the delivery room until about half six, but I was very lucky because um, Elaine, the midwife, she was working. She ended up, working. yeah, it was mad because she actually, um, she just someone needed a swap, so she swapped and then it ended up she was working. So she was on till eight o'clock that night. So I had her, I had her during the day. Um, she called up to me in the in the room and she was like, just get on the ball. And, you know, she was kind of reassuring me and stuff mm. that day. So it was nice. And, yeah, I don't know if I ate anything. Like, like I don't think, I don't know that I have any food from, like, that Sunday. Saturday. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, I can't remember eating on the Sunday. So... Yeah, I didn't. We didn't go down to the delivery thing until about half six that evening. Um, so that was fine. Went down. Um, it was pretty, pretty fucking strong contractions now at this stage. Like, so I kind of, I was just going for it every time I got. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. You know, that kind of way. I was like, any time I got a contraction, I was just like pushing. Do you know? I was like. Arr! You know, because I thought you felt like you needed to push. Yeah, because I thought if I do that, sure it'll be over. You know, it'll, it'll be over sooner or whatever if I if I try harder. <laughs> so like, yeah, it was gas. So I ended up down in the delivery suite, and my husband was there as well. And Elaine, the midwife, she was with me. So she was like, you know, she was really good. She was calm, like, and she was like, do you have any? you a playlist or anything you want me to put on because she's like we'll be here for a while so I was like cool I have my I had a wedding playlist from our wedding oh, yeah. two years ago and like everything is on it everything like there's Irish Irish dancing there's rock there's dance there's there's anything on it you know it's like a real mm-hmm. random mix so we put that on and there's about ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 900 songs in it so <laughs> so to definitely get me through the labor like it was yeah about 10 hours play time so that was grand we were happy out and then they asked me did I want to um did I want to they asked about the epidural so I said look I am gonna I'll try and do without it but I said I'd like the option of having it so um they put in the what is it? The catheter cart, you know, the catheter. catheter. Yeah. So the other nurse, there was another midwife with her and she put it in wrong. So it was like, it was sore like, and I have a pretty good pain threshold. Like I kind of know that from, you know, growing up or whatever. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's kind of sore. Like, you know, and she was, she had put it in wrong. <laughs> so, She'd take it out because she'd take it out and then put it into the other arm. So this this arm then, you know, was sore like, so that was grand. So they put it into my other arm and I just had it there just in case. I was like, I want the option of having it. Uh, but I said I'd try my best to, you know, do my best mm. or whatever. So that was fine. So it was about... Yeah, Elaine left in at eight o'clock. She had to go. She her shift was over, so she got her one of her good mates was coming on at eight o'clock. So she's like, "I've got Olga's going to look after you. She's brilliant, sound. You know, she's like she look after you now. Like you'll be fine." So Elaine went off. She went home and met Olga, lovely, absolutely lovely midwife, um, herself and David, my husband, got on really well as well. Uh, because like in the throes of it, David was like my gym instructor. He was like, Breed, and like we we didn't we didn't (laughs) practice this at all. Like, you know, like I knew he'd be there for the birth or whatever, but like he just took on a role, like it just naturally happened. Like, he was like, In out, out." (laughs) literally, (laughs) it was literally like a fucking workout. Like, I was, I had the gas and air. 
and I had the gas and air. Oh, loved it. Loved it. Uh, couldn't stop talking. Absolutely. Like I was, I couldn't stop talking, like uh, telling stories. And I just, I think it was just the excitement of the whole thing. Yeah. And, and I don't know, just the surrealness of the whole situation. I, and, and the gas and air. Uh, I just, I and just the started gas. <laughs> blabbering talking about uh, nights out that we had and my friend uh, about my friend's pregnancy and she told me about like they they were laughing at me like they were in stitches Uh, Olga my husband were like this is hilarious like she's actually like I I actually couldn't stop talking like and uh, in, in between the contractions then I ended up at one stage I was kind of on my knees on the bed so I was kind of, you know, holding on to the the headboard. As I ripped yeah. the headboard out of the thing. <laughs> I ripped it off the wall at one stage, like contractions. Like you can actually take them out, out but like I actually lifted it out. Like they were like, Jesus Christ. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to offer to hold your hand. <laughs> no, it was wild, no. wild. That's all I could uh, describe it like. It's kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, a tribal or something. You just become a, yeah, yeah. a warrior yeah. woman or something. It's just like, ah, you know, <laughs> hard to describe it. But that was grand. <laughs> so it was kind of, it was like the contractions were, they were pretty intense now, like from nearly whatever, eight o'clock on. Uh, so then they were like, do you want to go into the, do you want to go into the birthing pool? And I was actually delighted, like, because I was there. Yeah, I just want to get out of here. Do you know, I'd like to change the scene mm. from the room. Um, but in the meantime, I had the TENS machine on as well. And uh, the 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 plug came out of two of them and my husband shoved them in, but the tins machine was still on. So when he shoved them in, I got an awful shock. <laughs> I, ended up jumping, I ended up jumping off the bed uh, upwards, like, because the tins machine was still on, like, so it actually shocked me, like, and I like, just jumped up off the bed, like, and then he did it again, like, oh my God, I was like, what are you trying to do? So much energy. Oh my gosh. It, was, it was mental, <laughs> mental. Like it was so, it was animated. Like it felt animated. Like, um, so yeah, warning to anyone who has the tins machine <laughs> on. Yeah. Plug it in when it's on because it'll shock you. So I was surprised the baby didn't come out of me then. <laughs> when that happened <laughs> But yeah, so it was good. Like, I think I was kind of steadily getting there. Um, so they were happy with my progress, you know. So we ended up going over to the to the pool, uh, birthing pool. And it was lovely. Jesus, gorgeous. Like, they just kind of helped me over. It was gas. Like, I was there going, okay. Uh, hopped into the pool, had to take off the TENS machine then. But it was lovely because I had all the everything was off me like it was just me in the pool like I'd no nothing on me then 
and it was actually lovely. Uh, I didn't mind it. Like I was, I was in there. I think I was in there for about three hours. I'd say uh, in the pool. Um, I was yeah. in there till about eleven o'clock. I'd say eleven or half eleven. And yeah, I was just plugging away. And like Olga, the midwife was lovely. She was so reassuring, and my husband was brilliant. Like he, he was kind of faint at this stage. Like it was hilarious. He, um, he had no food kind of all day as well. And uh, they ended up getting him tea and toast <laughs> when I was in the food. Bit of sustenance for him. <laughs> because I was, uh, I was blowing all, like he was right in front of me and I was blowing all the gas and air back at him. So like he, okay. you know, he was getting disorientation then like so they had to well you do forget because we just go into a different mode when we're in labor and we can manage without food yeah. for two days they yeah. just can't no. so like he nearly fainted so we, we sorted they the midwife sorted him out then like they sat him down like he said he was going to get sick like he thought he was going to get sick oh, yeah because the i was blowing all the gas and air at him then like so yeah. <laughs> and sure I was just away with the fairies like I was just Whoa. I'd say I used about three bottles of the gas and air I'd say I, <laughs> they were like I was just like yeah this is mighty mighty stuff and so that was fine it was about they took me out then I think I was kind of starting to push then and uh I kept thinking I was after pooing then inside in the in the pool I was like, oh, my God, I'm after pooing. And they were like, you're not like, you're not after pooing. I was like, I'm after pooing. <laughs> they were like, don't worry about it. It's the least of your worries, you know. Uh, so they took me out and then I was lying down on the mat and I kind of didn't like it. I was on my back and I was flat and I was like, no, nah, this isn't. I need to um, I need to sit up like I was like, I need to sit up. I need to kind of hang on to the the headboard again kind mm. of job so they ended up bringing me back over so back into the suite that I was in and I'd say that was around 12 o'clock midnight and I was getting really tired now at this stage like I was I was kind of mm. I was like oh I can't I'm oh, I can't I can't finish this like um so they they I think they gave me fluids they gave me fluids um because like I was getting weak, you know, because I had no food or whatever. They were they pumped in a bit of fluid into me, and yeah, I was kind of starting to give up. Then I was like, oh, I can't do this. And um, I even told my husband, I was like, you you can finish it off. <laughs> I was like, you, you know, I was like, oh, you finish. Like I can't. And he was like, yeah. I was like, I can't. And I was like, oh, I was like, I was really tired now at this stage and then they um they ended up putting me into stirrups so I had I had stirrups then and yeah Jesus I was I actually knocked them over as well like (laughs) I was they were like pull your legs back you know and I all I wanted to do was push out and I ended up pushing out and I knocked over the whole thing I was like sorry (laughs) Jesus (laughs) But you have very little control yeah. over your legs because I, when I was in the hospital with yeah. Oliver, Sean told me afterwards that I was kicking the wife yeah. on my right hand side, and I didn't—I had no control over my leg whatsoever. Yeah. That was me now as well. Like I actually, 
kicked over the thing and they were like, okay, Georgie, the, like the, the head midwife came in and the one, the manager. So I, she kind of became to me then, you know, the good cop, bad cop, like I had Olga, yeah. who's good cop. And the manager one was like, she's like, Georgina, listen to me now. You need to pull your legs back. So I was like, do you know, it was like a principal or someone giving out to you. So that was grand. And I was trying. And then they were like, look, I think we, we'll we we'll have to give you a piece of me. So I was like, whatever. I was like, do it. Yeah, grand. And I'd say it was about 45 minutes of real hard pushing. And okay. they gave me the episiotomy and then they said, Rua then, oh yeah, kind of before that, I'd say it was only about an hour before I asked for the epidural. Like, I was like, give me the epidural. And they were like, oh. they were like, you're doing really well, George. And I could see them looking at um, David, my husband, kind of going, you know, it's too late. Like, I was there going, oh no, you know, I was like, oh no. But I was too far gone. Like I was nearly yeah. there, but yeah, yes, for I wanted the epidural then, but they didn't, they didn't give it to me. And uh, then it was, was it eight minutes past one? She was born, so she actually came out with her hand, with her, oh, okay, hand, her hand up to her cheek. So that's kind of why I had to get the episiotomy because she came out that way. So yeah. um, that was for like. And then she was born and I was like, oh, my God, I have a daughter. Like, we didn't find out either. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, we left it a surprise. So, yeah, it was lovely. It was a mad moment. You know, you're just like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm a mother now. Like, I have a daughter, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mind blowing. And then you're like, OK, I feel OK. You know, it's like, oh, my God, it's over. It's like You did it. That was wild, wild. Mad. <laughs> I was like, no one tells you about this. <laughs> no one tells you about this. Do you know the? No, they don't. No. No, but should they? But I know in a way you can't really because everyone, everyone's labor is different, and do you know ev- everyone's labor is different? So you couldn't say one like what happened me will ha- happen someone else because they're all different. So, yeah, it was lovely. So, yeah, I had her and she was perfect, lovely, healthy. She was pink, pinky. Um, funny because they actually, you know, when they weigh when they weigh her. So she was three, three or seven. So she was nice little size. Like she wasn't massive because like that was kind of one of my fears as well, because I was a 10 pounder when I was born okay. and my husband was like a nine pounder. So I was like, I'm going to have a big baby. Like, do you know, that was back when I actually found out I was pregnant. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to have a huge baby. So she was actually, no, she was lovely size. Like, uh, but when they were, when they were weighing her, she caught on to, you know, it's kind of the silver basin or whatever. So like she was literally only just, uh, just out of me and they put her on waiter and she clung on to the the little basin thing she's like her mother <laughs> she's like you <laughs> like <laughs> she's a little warrior herself no I was in stitches they were like look at this one they were like she's just like lifting up the thing and we were just laughing like it was death and 
Yeah, sure. I think when she was born, the song that was playing was like um, Chemical Brothers, Go. Ah, brilliant. Ah. That really, really helped um, (laughs) helped getting her out. So, but it was funny as well, like the, the main midwife was like, she came in before she came in that time she was like is someone having a baby in here or is it a disco or what the hell is happening (laughs) (laughs) making playlists it sounds brilliant (laughs) but yeah no so it was actually a really good you know birthing experience like it was wild but it was it it turned out well like and she was good and um they were lovely actually they got the tea and toast and then they had to um you know, the placenta, they had to get that out. Mm. And then they, I, I had to get stitched up. Um, and it wasn't too bad. Like, they numbed me or whatever. So I was in there for about two hours, I'd say, afterwards. I was, we were, we were hanging out there for ages, like. Yeah, <laughs> and then I got to go upstairs and I was in a room. And it was lovely. There was only me. It was a two room. Like, I went public or whatever. So two person room and there was only me there. So it was lovely. Like when I got yeah. up there, I just had the place to myself, like, and my husband came up. So it was about five o'clock in the morning when we got up to the room and he went like he had to go home then. So, you know, when you're just left there then with the baby, you're like, what the hell? This, what? This is nuts. <laughs> and it was kind of nice because I had the room to myself. So. I didn't have to be really quiet or anything. Yeah. Well, I kind of had time to adjust and kind of go, wow, that was wild. Um, but yeah, and I ended up staying in the hospital. I had a great time there. I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> I was kind of like, I think I'll stay here for a while. So I stayed <laughs> for like, I, I ended up staying four nights, I think. And... I stayed like I could have went home after three nights. Um, but I actually just I said, you know what? I'll actually just stay another night because. Yeah, you're dead right. Yeah. You know, just with the feeding and like straight away she went on to she breastfed off me like like literally she was born and came out and put her on. She latched on like no bother. Um, yeah, she, brilliant. And. Yeah, no, it was great. And like, I think in the hospital as well, like they helped you with the breastfeeding, you know, you could meet up and with the lactation person. So I did like anything that they were giving. I did, you know, I was like, I'll do whatever, like, you know, mm. this is all new. Um, But like I was on diaphene. I was on diaphene for the kind of stitches and stuff like so I didn't feel anything. So it was grand. I was happy out. <laughs> yeah I was going to ask about your recovery so yeah. you seem to have managed fairly but fairly well not too bad like like I was on diaphine so I had the epidemiotomy um like I was fine like I was up walking and all on the Monday morning I'd say I even you know I just walked down the corridor or something um yeah no I was fine um yeah, the first pudding and stuff, Jesus, they're kind of daunting, all right, in the first wee. It was fine. I just took it all really, like, whatever's happening is happening. Do you know? I kind of didn't overthink it too much. Um, 
but it was great. Like, Rua was brilliant. She's no bother. She was pooping and, you know, all normal stuff. Like, so it's great. And so then when you got home, how did you feel? Were you, were you just glad to be at home and get, get cracking into this? Was life at home, yeah? Yeah, so got home on the Thursday, had her on the, so this Monday, mor- Monday morning I had her. So we came home then on the Thursday. And yeah, it's kind of surreal then coming through the door with a baby, you know, so a few of the neighbours were kind of around us and, you know, we got a few, oh, you had the baby. Like they knew, they knew I was gone up anyway on that Sunday. But um, yeah, coming home was lovely. It was lovely, but it was kind of daunting as well, I suppose, because you're like, okay, I have this tiny person to look after now, you know, and there's no nurses or around or someone to take her there for an hour which you know they had those um night nurses in UH oh Jesus that was lovely like you was able to go to sleep but sure I was so you'd be so high in adrenaline like I was hyper like I could barely sleep one night and then sure while she was sleeping like I didn't go to sleep and she woke up and she was awake until six in the morning or something like feeding, cluster feeding. And I was just like, I was bait. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't, I actually didn't go to sleep when she went to sleep. And so, yeah, I know that for next time, you know, go to, like when the baby's asleep, go to sleep. Because I was just so excited, like I was there, you know, on to people, you know, chatting. And, and I was like, oh my God, yeah, go to sleep, like. I knew hard learned the hard way, I suppose. But um no got on well when we got home. Um, like I said, we have a doggy as well, like so we kind of um kind of introduced Rua to Ella and she was grand, she was fine, no bother. Yeah, just a little sniff and yeah, she was just like, Who the hell is this uh person? But yeah, no, they're fine. They're grand, they got on fine. We didn't do any special training or anything with the dog. It was just like, yeah, this is Rua. Now she'd be living here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, was what else could you do? <laughs> now. You're knocked off your throne. But yeah, no, it was good. Uh, yeah, genie. So yeah, just into life then with baby. Like the breastfeeding went very well. Uh, I had no problems, no problems with breastfeeding. Uh, thank God I got those angel cups from my my sister-in-law she's excellent she gave me everything like a hacka um breast pad things uh she gave me all this all the paraphernalia stuff for breastfeeding um so that went fine it was good you know you'd have the engorging as well like I didn't really know about that either until it happened and but you kind of just worked through it as well like I remember waking up one night and my boob was massive and I had to go down to the sink and just squirt, squirt my boobs like into the sink. Because they're freaking massive. Um, so, yeah, it's all it's all learning as well, like, isn't it? Like, oh, it is. Yeah. Every day is a, every day is a learning curve. Uh, but yeah, she's what age is she now? She's 15 months. So I'm not doing too bad. Um, I w- are you still feeding no i my my supply went about six uh, 
it. She got to about six months and I found my supply just went. It just out of kind of nowhere. Uh, we were giving her an odd bottle like with, of breast milk or whatever. We were giving her an odd bottle here and there just so she'd be used to the bottle. Yeah. And yeah, it just kind of happened naturally like kind of my, I don't know, it just kind of went. And then I, I started her on formula then um, for, yeah, after six months, like, so. And how did you feel about that? Were you okay with that? I was happy. Yeah, no, I was happy. At least I was happy that I, you know, she got six months of it. She's, she was like, no fear of her. Like she's tumper. There's, <laughs> so she's fine, you know, and I didn't mind. And it was actually kind of nice as well that uh, David could give her a bottle and stuff and it just didn't have to be me all the time, you know. Um, I found that kind of nice and he did as well, like, because he got to spend, you know, he was able to get to feed her and kind of cuddle her a bit as well, like. Um, but yeah, no, the breastfeeding was great. I didn't mind it and kind of just happened naturally the way it came off it. Um, I was kind of stressed all right with the weaning the kind of you know uh the starting the food starting solids like I was kind of apprehensive about that yeah because I was like oh my god Jesus how do we do this like so I kind of had it built up in my head kind of more so you know I was like I was a bit stressed about it instead of kind of enjoying it you know because I was like oh batch cooking and all this I was like oh my god I have to get my head around this because <laughs> I didn't mind the breastfeeding was grand because you just throw her on the boob and woohoo she's grand but uh yeah sure do you know you'd have the worry like I'd be worried you know you'd be worrying is she getting enough nutrients and is she getting enough of this and that and like my mom would, my mom would be like George look at the size of her like she's grand do you know what I mean she's not yeah she's fine like she's not lacking in and it, <laughs> do you know you just be stressing yourself out but I'm, oh, yeah. I'm a lot better now I'm a lot better now like I'm after getting used to it do you know just yeah she's fine like she's not going to starve <laughs> do you know you'll be feeding her the right things and it's like yeah she's fine probably better than you're feeding yourself <laughs> oh definitely definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, see, that's it I was like yeah she's fed better so no she's great she's mighty Georgina thank you that was lovely to chat to you so no that was lovely it was great thanks Cora if you have enjoyed listening to the podcast I would really appreciate if you could take a moment to rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to our weekly conversations it really helps get a little bit more traction to the podcast and more women can can then find Ireland's birth stories and listen to these amazing stories so yeah if you could do that for me I would really appreciate it thanks Emil and chat to you next week normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.